We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. That was my uh, longtime friend, Taylor Zarzer. My very first radio gig was because of Taylor. So kind of him to spend some time with us. Uh, we were, during that 45 minutes or so, we were reading about Lane Kiffin's comments at uh, I keep thinking today's Friday, by the way. Today's Thursday. I guess he had Reb talk had with, Reb talk with David Kellum. He is saying both quarterbacks are going to play. That is his guess as of right now. He's not ruling that out. I'll find the exact quote. Um, I have a source close to the program who said the quarterbacks don't know who's starting, the coaching staff doesn't know who is starting, and the players don't know who is starting. It's a source that I trust. It's a decent beats me. I mean, hard to argue with that one, isn't it? Well, when you, Lane Kiffin says they're both going to play, and a source says the, no one knows who's going to start, doesn't really matter who starts if they're both playing. He might not have made a decision. It's 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 possible that they both are are, are playing extremely well, and it's possible that that's a sign that neither one has just put his hands around the job. Both have done a really good job. I really feel confident with both of them. They've done different things different ways, and I guess the best way I can explain it is we anticipate both of them playing. I mean, okay. I remember we're saying this in the summer. It is what it is. If it happens that way, it does. The whole thing is to find the best quarterback for the season, and you'd like that as soon as you can. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes you pick the wrong one. We're not always right. People pick the wrong ones in the NFL off preseason games. We'll see. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, before the season, we talked about they might go four weeks. If they're not four and zero on October the first, things have gone terribly, terribly wrong. They've got another month to figure it out, and so maybe they're going to play them both for a couple weeks. The odds are they're not losing to Troy or Central Arkansas. They've got some time. How do you split the series? Oh, because we haven't had this legitimately from this type of thing since Masoli Stanley, and that was orchestrated. 
and cost them a huge game. Cost them the Jacksonville State game. Okay. They weren't going bowling anyway. No, sure. they weren't. It was a disaster. Um, You go with one. If he has a hot hand, you keep him in. And if he doesn't, you go to the other one. And then you develop this system where everybody's looking at the damn bench. I Because I, Nutt was like swapping them out. I'm on the record. I can't stand two quarterbacks. I don't like it. I've never liked it. Because we had like Bo and Bernetti, but that was different. Bo was the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, Barry came in because Bo was hurt. And he was change of pace. He, he was, yeah, whatever. whatever. Stuff. Yeah, it was cute. Oh, fumble. Um, so we got Missouri up 14-3 to over Louisiana Tech. They were driving. They just fumbled inside the 10. And the Big Ten game is a hell of a Big Ten football game. It's 10-7. It is. It is. You laugh. Damn you. This is, this is good football. And so you can just shut up. Uh, you're wrong. This is Purdue 10, Penn State 7, middle of the second quarter. And I'm. But Purdue doesn't play Big Ten football. They throw well, it around. They're playing Big Ten right now. Look at that crowd. All the people. It's third down and eight. Penn State's going to have to throw it. They don't like to throw it. Don't they, like to throw they it. They don't really know what they're doing. They're not very good. <laughs> they're not great. No. Ugh. I think that was offsides. I think they're going to get a little break there. Was that tipped or was that throw just that bad? I'm going to say for the quarterback's sake that he got tipped because I'm sure that his mother loves him. And so I'm going to say that. But they're not good. I mean, I've been saying this. People are making this Auburn-Penn State game, this litmus test game for Auburn. What if Penn State sucks? How do we know that's a litmus test? It is still just casual viewing, hard to pull for Penn State for multitudes of reasons. Well, including the fact that they supported a child molester for the better part well, of two decades. My, that's my point, though, is that that admin is not there any longer, but they still have the stench. Like, it's still, still there. It. Well, and James Franklin is their coach. James Franklin. Like, cut, I, I need to wash my yeah, arm right now. Yeah, I, just, mean, like, I mean, James Franklin looks at Jerry Sandusky and says, hold my beer. I mean, God. That institution just poisoned from it. Russell, thanks for uh, the super chat. I don't know what thanks for being in my dream means. I don't know that I oh, yeah, want I didn't to know. Yeah, I, I can fill you in later. Okay. you'd like to do it in the thread. Oh. Yeah, I talked to Russell about that last night. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, what's happening in the West Virginia game? Apparently that was a hell of a, hell of a contest. We need more TVs in here. My wife disagrees completely, but. She doesn't come in this room. Fine. That's true. She doesn't ever come in here. I could put another TV in here. She wouldn't care. Where would I put it? There? Well, I mean, the only place that we both could see it would be there. I could put it there. That's small, yeah. though. You'd have to almost, like, hang it off the side of the wall a little bit. Yeah. The brace would have to be at the end and, and just make sure the TV swing, doesn't hurt the... And swing out? Yeah. That's not, a, that's not a terrible thought. You'd get a little bit of a headache if you did that. You'd make that TV three for sure. Oh, well, yeah. 17 to 10, West Virginia. Oh, solid game. Thought that would be a solid game. You like Neil Brown. He's a good coach. Yeah. I mean, he is. He's a good coach. I mean, I, I don't know why people are soured on him. He's supposedly on the hot seat, and I don't understand why. Is well, Franklin hot seat, James? I think his seat is potentially hot. It's at least not they've got happy the, and cool. and They've got the burner on. Yeah. But it's really low. Yeah. Like, you... You know when you know you want to boil water, but you don't want to boil it yet? 
So you just start getting it a little. You just kind of get it warm so that when you turn it all the way up, it can get hot fast. Uh-huh. I think that's where they are. It's fair. West Virginia has not been a factor in a while, but I mean they're 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 a decent team to watch. It's not a bad program to watch. No, it's not. He's a good coach. Pitt's a good program. This these are two good teams. I mean, they're not great teams, but they're good teams. I've never been is that that's Heinz Field, right? That's where they play? Where the Steelers play? Do they? I have no I idea. think that's right. It's not Heinz anymore, but it used to be Heinz. Uh yeah. Kenton wants to know what the room looks like. Um, I don't even know that I know how to do that. Let me see. What? I think I can. I think I can do that. Show what the room looks like. Okay. But I'm not sure. Got to give me a minute. I make no promises here. Do you have a scene for that? Uh, no, but it's it's adding a. Um, it's adding a, my phone, which is not appearing to show up at this point, so I'm not sure I can do it. Wait, well, I might go do it with this. Let's see. Well, that's a good point, Grind. No, no matter what Penn State is or isn't, Purdue beating you at the line of scrimmage is a negative for you. So, no, it's not going to work. Let's see. Maybe it will. Oh, so I forgot you had the Logitech. Yeah. This is uh, this is the one TV there. We got another. TV over there. There's Chase. So you can see the TV that he's looking at. Um, there's Murray the Moose. I don't know if you can see Murray there. There's Murray. And then where Chase was talking about, we was able to put it right up there and sling it out where he could see it. Well, it should be doable. Over there. But... It's doable. It would look kind of weird, but it would, it's doable. You have to get somebody who knew what he was doing. Yeah. So, and then... I'm here, and then there's my screen that I look at the whole time. It's got all the stuff on it. It's pretty big, pretty big computer screen. Yeah, what size is that monitor? It's a monster. I'm not sure. So that's uh, that's what that is. Take that off. There we go. So we get another week or two, at least, of the whole quarterback thing. I mean, now I'm even more fascinated just on how you split it, if that's the case. Now he can still not do that. I mean, it's, he's not he's not bound by what he says at Rub Talk on Thursday night. No, he's not bound by it. But it, again, I'm, I'm going to go. show you. He's look. He's not just not telling anybody. So does it mean that they're both playing well, or that neither one's playing well? Does it? What does it mean? Does it, it mean they're they both have their own? I mean, he said this. He said they go about it different ways. They both have their positives and their negatives, and he can't figure out which one he'd rather have. I think I don't think he trusts Dart yet to protect the football. That's true, and and then I know I know that they do not feel they are frustrated with Altmaier for not being willing to push the ball down the field between the the hash marks. Yeah, to the point that someone close to the program told me that they question whether he's an SEC quarterback. But he'll dump it off, and he won't make mistakes. Correct. And so the question then becomes, are you good enough on defense to win that way? Is your running game good enough like that to win that way? I'll go further. I'm going to tell you what I've told, someone told me. People say, give me, the, give me what you're told at the, at the risk of getting yelled at. Someone close to the program said that they would go with Altmaier except for the fact that 
it's not Kiffin's style. Kiffin likes the idea of big plays, throwing the play sheet into the air, the video of that, the marketing of that, the recruiting with that, and that Altmaier's not that. That Dart is that, but that Dart also throws into traffic and that Dart locks in on, on one target. And there's a concern that if defense, good defensive coordinators realize that's what he's doing, they can trick him into picks. The other teams get have defensive coordinators who get paid a lot of money too, that watch a lot of film. The whole prep, preparing for a football game is two sides, right? I don't mean that to be demeaning or to talk bad about fans, but I think sometimes fans, whether it's black and gold glasses or red and blue glasses or red and white glasses, I think there's a tendency to just think about it from their perspective. Is that fair? Well, yeah, of course. And so you forget that the other team is watching film and going, you know what, he, he locks in on his quarterback. He locks in on his target. What we could do is just roll the coverage after the snap. We'll, he'll throw right into right into a pick. So if you don't know, oh, th- th- these are both smart TVs, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got. I still have Direct TV. One's hooked to Direct TV. One's a smart TV. It's deal where. With Altmaier, it's been indecision. It's been hesitancy. We've seen it. Tower talked about it in the scrimmage he saw. It's been what we've heard from people. Dart has given Kiffin at least that option to do that. Yes. I think he at least wants the option. Yes. If, if he goes with Dart, that is why. Again, I, I, hell, I don't know who's starting. But. We don't have as many of you as we usually do. I'm going to open up the phones. I have no idea whether anybody wants to call or not. Uh, if you do, great. Yeah, what's going on tonight? Everybody's gone. Everybody's people out. We get football season here and everybody's out. Yeah, it's kind of an odd deal, but that's okay. I mean, it hurts Chase's feelings, but, mm-hmm. you know. There's the number, 662-259-8563, 662-259-8563. I've opened it up. If you want to call, we'll take your call. If you get a... Uh you get a Vanderbilt helmet, we need to get the the one with the Nashville skyline on it. Because, of course, like they it. are Nashville's team. You're so, damn right. I mean, that's the one to get is the is the skyline. Uh, looks like Missouri scored again against Louisiana Tech. They're that's threat- starting to get a little bad over there. Threatening yes. to uh, cover the line there. It's twenty to three. I still don't think it tells us anything about Missouri. If if Vanderbilt wins a uh, football game in the SEC against. Missouri or South Carolina, where I will get a Vanderbilt helmet and wear it throughout the show. Throughout the show, yep. We know anybody at Vanderbilt that gives a helmet? Uh, I know Barton. Yeah, I, I bet mean, Barton would give me a helmet. I have wondered that case study. If we literally just cold emailed a hundred and thirty teams, how many would actually send us a helmet? If we said, "Hey, we got an SEC podcast. We're just looking for as many helmets as we can get." Or 10? football, you think ten would actually send their helmet? I do. I think ten would send us a helmet. Might even be more than that because the smaller schools probably be like rolling. Really, we should do that. Hold on, like Buffalo. Yeah, we'll send you a helmet. I'd love. We should see how many we get. I love the Buffalo. Hey, who do we have? Hey, turn your turn your device down. Bingo card. First time you've had to say that. Yeah, there you go. First time. Hey, who do we have? Hi, my name is Ralph, and I'm most word most. 
excited about the new boys that are coming onto the team this year and what you think about them. And also, which boys are returning and that you're most impressed with? So talk to me about the boys, and I can't wait to hang up and listen. Thank you. Okay. You're going to hang up, Ralph? Get Ralph hung up. Tell us about the boys, no? Um, which ones are you most excited about? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that I'm excited in the same way that Ralph is excited. Hey, who do we have? This is Rodney. Hey, Rodney, what's up? Pretty, I'm pretty good. How y'all making it tonight? Oh, we're good. Could we have a bigger 180 there? Yeah. Go ahead, Rodney. What's up? Um, I'm just wondering. I got to looking around. I know this is a different team, Troy, but I, I got to looking back on some of their games. They went into Death Valley and Nebraska won, won some games uh I don't think this team will be intimidated. I'm starting to get a little nervous. What do y'all think about this? Oh, they won't be intimidated. No, they won't be intimidated. I mean, Troy's got a, a real solid Sunbelt program. They don't suck. No, I think if people are expecting 56 to nothing, you're probably going to be a little disappointed. There's a reason the line's uh-huh. 21 and a half. Um, no, they're, they're a good team. John's a good coach. He's got They've got some returning players. They've got some, they're very confident about their defense. I think they're a little shaky about their offense. Uh, I think John's going to do nice things at Troy. I, look, I think Ole Miss is going to win the game. Um, I think the line's about right. If you told me that Troy covered, I wouldn't be all that surprised. Uh, but if you told me that, you know, I, and I think we all kind of pick Ole Miss by about 24 points or so. And But look, I mean, we don't really know. I don't think Lane Kiffin really knows exactly what to expect on Saturday. They've They've, they've talked about this consistently. We, we, we got a lot of talent, but we don't. I don't know about the chemistry. Yeah, no, I think chem- uh, chemistry has been a concern. He's talked about it since July. You gotta have that. I don't care how talented you are. Uh, I just hope that the running backs are as good as they say. I loved our running backs last year. I loved Snoop and Ely and all them last year, but they're saying this running backs are a lot better. I think this. Uh, I think this room has a chance to be better, and that's the thing. I, I don't. I mean, he mentioned today that the playbook skin thin down a little bit. I mean, I guess point being, that's not a huge deal in and of itself, but I mean, we don't know if he's going to come out and just run the football over and over and over and over again. I mean, Ole Miss could kind of bog this game down a little bit offensively on Saturday. Right. Sure. Oh, I got a bone to pick with both of y'all. All okay. right. Okay. I heard y'all talking about something other day that's close to my heart. Y'all don't like mayonnaise? Uh, I would, I would, if I could never see mayonnaise for the rest of my life, Rodney, I would be very happy. The thought of the thought of eating mayonnaise makes me disgusted. I would starve to death before uh, I ate mayonnaise. Y'all, heard, y'all, y'all know what pinto beans are, right? I do. Yeah. Okay. Now I don't care. I, I can pinto beans, but I like the great northern white beans. Heard them, man. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh-huh. You take that and put them over some, crumble it up and chop up a little onion and put a couple of dollars of mayonnaise in that. That's the best food in the world. Hold on. So white bean, onions, garlic, and oh, mayonnaise? Bread. Beans that have been cooked in a crock pot. Yeah, sure. Right, sure. Like stewed, yeah, stewed beans. Okay. And you talk, that's some of the best world. I'd have to disagree with that, Rodney. I mean, listen. I, 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 I support your right to. I mean, I'm, I'm all for free speech and free expression, but no. Yeah, I'm telling you. 
You're in country more time, Mississippi. Love it. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I, I'm. I'm from North Louisiana, which is absolutely country. There's no question about that. But no, oh, Louisiana Tech's got a chance. Go, go, thirty, twenty, ten touchdown. There you go. I don't know if y'all seen it or not, but John Rice has been going off tonight. Yeah, who's he playing? South Carolina State. South Carolina uh, State. <laughs> yeah, but it's still a first. He's gonna do well there. He, I mean, he seriously is. That that offense is built for him pretty well. He, he he's gonna. Oh, oh, that is not good. That was a that's a knee. Oh, that's yeah. a cheap shot. Mm. Yeah, I put my head down because I I'm, I didn't want to It's amazing. I mean, I always enjoyed him up here at Ole Miss, but I knew, I knew Corral was better. Yeah, look, I said this earlier in the first part. Um, <laughs> my wife wants me to tell them about. All right. I should make her call in and tell. Um, so my wife used to make this dish that I loved. It was called sour cream chicken, Rodney. And um, I loved it. Every time she made it, I was like, this is awesome. And I always noticed that when she made sour cream chicken, I was never in the kitchen. And we, we hang out in the kitchen together. If I cook, sometimes she'll hang out in there and talk to me and vice versa. And uh, for some reason, she got a guilt trip about it. But it turned out that it wasn't sour cream chicken. Mayonnaise. It was mayonnaise chicken. And you liked it. I did until I found out it was mayonnaise chicken, and now I don't like it. So what was it? It was like breadcrumbs and cheese. and it had So it was mayonnaise. a casserole, but she used mayonnaise. Yeah, and it, you bake it. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, man, I, I, mean, I, I know a lot of people that put mayonnaise on their fish to keep it. Yeah, to keep it crisp or whatnot. I, 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 but when, now, when I say mayonnaise, I'm not talking about miracle. I'm talking about mayo. Yeah, like I, I just I took like it as Dukes. I I found it to be betrayal. Yeah, honestly, you know, it was just it was just it was vicious. Man, she loves you to death. She gave you a good meal. Yeah, it was good. I I did like it, but I don't now. And the last time she made it, I insisted on watching and making sure it was actually sour cream. I saw you drink. What are you drinking on there tonight, Neil? I saw you. Uh, it's glass. a it's an IPA. It's a, a Voodoo Ranger IPA, which I think is uh, New Belgium. It's the the brewing company. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Eric says I'm he would have trust issues. Saturday. I'm gonna yeah. drink me a little Saturday. What are you gonna have Saturday, Rodney? I'm just gonna have some Michelin Ultra. Okay. I have a can. Neil, right, Rod- Neil looks disappointed. Rodney, I have a bone to pick with you. If you're, gonna, if you're gonna drink beer, drink beer. Don't drink water that's just got some yellow fle- food coloring Man, in it. Good beer. That's a high class beer, you know. Oh, Rodney, it's not. Rodney, it's not even real beer. It's it's Michelob Ultra for God's sake. For two more calories, you could at least have a Miller Lite. Rodney, I, Rodney, I'm just disappointed. That's all. I mean, we're you and I. Are, I mean, I'm gonna drink more, then I'm gonna switch. Okay. Crown and Coke. Okay. Well, and listen. Little, uh, start with the Crown and Coke. Yeah. That then, way, when you get to the Michelob Ultra, it won't damn matter won't, anyway. It won't matter. Exactly. I mean. <laughs> start start with the more potent thing and then work your way back down. That's the tip. Yeah. Well, well uh, Tennessee's looking good, ain't they? What's the score there? I was 24, 30. No, it's 31. They got, they got to keep going. That's Chase wants them to cover. I do want them to cover. Hey, hey, uh, Rodney, you're breaking up on us. Thanks for the call. Enjoy your weekend. 
right, y'all have a good one. You too. Let's see, I need to put the phone back up. There it is, 662-259-8563. That's pretty funny. Can't read it, Leif, but that's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) That's good. I see where Central Arkansas is playing tonight. They'll be in Oxford next Saturday. Hey, who do we have? Hey, it's Mark in Columbus. Hey, Mark, what's up, man? Yeah, watching the balls. <laughs> How are they doing? 45-7, but, like, I hate the fan base more than I love the football program, so I'm hoping for 6-6. Six and six. I can't stand these people. <laughs> Why do you, what, what is they're it about? The lo- they are. The they're vicious people. people. The they're mean people, man. I mean, like, like. They're crazy on that w- website. They're nuts. They're, my friend puts out, and I can't re- read him on the air, but he puts out his annual list of all-time ball Twitter losses. And the first one is, and this is just an example, because you all laugh. <laughs> the average margin of defeat is north of 26 points versus Bama in the last 15 years, yet you rage-tweet the SEC over a holding call in the first quarter. Get a life. <laughs> They're all like that. Some of them I can't say on the air. They're a little crude, but it's pretty hilarious. What will take you no, to be back in with them in general? What, what's it going to take to get you completely back in the boat? I don't have any expectations anymore. I'm done with that. Just I'm going to watch the games. I'm going to enjoy them for what it is. I'll go to a game, maybe two for the year. But I'm done following it religiously and and living and dying on every snap. I'm just done with it because it's – look, I'm not going to get to a big dissertation on what happened to the Tennessee football program. But the, the program died in the SEC championship game in 2001, which coincidentally was the same date as the beginning of the reign of terror that is Nick Saban. Fulmer choked the second half away. They were going to go play Miami in the Rose Bowl. They weren't going to beat Miami, but they'd have played them a hell of a lot better than Nebraska did. And he gagged the second half away, and the program's never been the same since. And it's been bad hire after bad hire in both the AD chair and the football coach. And I'm just kind of done. Heupel seems like a good guy, decent coach, but I think yes, he's going to catch up to this offense. And, you know. Real uh, quick update, uh, just because I'm – I'm interested, and I've kind of I like soccer. Uh, Ole Miss beats Louisiana Tech tonight in soccer five to nothing. Matt Mott will join us on the Oxford Exxon podcast next week. So five straight shutouts for the Rebels to start. Yeah, the they're season. playing really, really well. Sorry, Mark. I know that's, what that'll that's get me quick. back in. What that'll get me back in. I guess just I mean I'm just kind of done with the expectations of it all. Ryan Wiggins wants to know what, what would it take for you to go full Ole Miss. I'm halfway Ole Miss when they hired Kiffin. <laughs> yeah. Because I told y'all when they all hired him, I wanted him, I wanted him back in Tennessee in 2017 when they hired Pruitt. I'm gonna tell everybody making fun of my damn Big Ten game. This Big Ten game is entertaining. Even Chase is staring at it like longingly, and he wants to go. Oh, the Big Ten sucks. This is good football. So is it good football or is it close football? See, dude, is it like the NCAA tournament? Mark, you see the crap that I deal with right here. The first round games in March Madness. Oh, that was awesome. It was 52-50, and they shot 28% from the field. This is brutal. close football. I shouldn't have to deal with this. This is harassment. 
I'm going to a Big Ten football game. Set. Well, I'm going to Notre Dame and Ohio State game Saturday night. Oh, that's right. fine, actually. I, I have Ohio Florida, State. I think Ohio NBC State's going to win and cover. Is a Big Ten team. Yes, they are. Russell says this is garbage. It's not garbage. This is good football. 14 to 10, Penn State, 50 seconds to go in the first half. Russell says he's faster than some of their players. Well, I mean, yeah, you're faster than some of the linemen, but come on. Is uh, Ohio State going to cover that? Yes. Uh, Yeah, and look, I know everybody's talking. Marcus Freeman played here at Ohio State, and I know everybody's, you know, high on him, but – Man, I watched that Fiesta Bowl last year, and there were some serious deer eyes and headlights. And his clock management was pathetic in that game. And I get it; he's a star and all that. And, and Stroud is really good. I, I think Ohio State's offense is going to light some people up. Yeah, they'll score every time they get it. Um, a lot of their games this year until they play Bama, but. You know the media here. They're the biggest collection of fanboys in the country. They are. Any school, anywhere, period, end of sentence. And their fan base and media are the most sensitive people on the planet. You mentioned that they're not the greatest football program in the history of the universe, and they take offense. But look at the, but it's hard to argue considering – see, this is what I don't know about Ryan Day – the last five coaches at Ohio State are or will be in the College Football Hall of Fame. So, is it just impossible to lose there? I think in that league, it's the way it's shaped. Yeah, it's impossible to lose there. It's impossible to be bad there. Like, I mean, yeah. Like, so, I don't 10, know 10, and is 10 and 3 is the like floor. Yeah, but they always recruit. Really? Oh, yeah, sorry, I think I, I said ten and three is the floor at Ohio State. Who's beating them? I mean, I mean last year was bad. Last year was bad, and they went eleven and two. That's what I mean. And I mean who, who, who's beating them on a, on a consistent basis? Since two thousand five, they've won at least ten games, all but one season. And that year was the year Trussell was fired in the off season, and Fickle took over for yes, a year. six and seven. And that was a, a mess. Trussell had one eight and four, and his first year he went seven and five. Yeah, I just don't. I take out Fickle's year, and Ohio effort. State has not had a losing season since nineteen eighty eight. You can't fumble yeah. right there. You just can't fumble right there. You have to protect the football. And <sighs> here's a stat that I always like to bring up about Big Ten football. Outside of Ohio State, the Big Ten has not won a national championship other than a split title in 1997 since integration. Oh, is that right? There's, there's, yeah. Who was the split title in '97? Nebraska, that was Nebraska, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. Nebraska, Michigan. Oh wow! And and look, we all saw the Georgia, Michigan game last year, and they played that game a hundred times. Georgia wins a hundred of them. Yeah, for sure. There's only, I think, there's only one school that. No, we'll see what happens when USC gets in there, but because I think USC and you know, remember when USC was humming, they were kicking the dog shit out of Auburn's, the Auburn's and Ohio State's of the world on the regular. Yeah, that was that was a little while ago. But yeah, humming. yeah, that was the Pete Carroll. That was the Pete Carroll right. deal. West Virginia seventeen right, to sixteen y'all. over Pitt. This is a fun game. Five fifty four to go in the third. 
17-10, you said? 17-16. Oh, God. They miss an extra point or are they kicking it? I'm not I sure. I just there. I just flipped, so I'm just not positive. Oh, okay. All right, y'all. All right, Mark. Season. I'll be sure to call in later. Please Appreciate do. It. Rebels. Bye. Missouri is running halfback passes. It's cute. Hey, it's only 21-10. Get a stop here. Get some stuff going. Yeah. Oh, they're tying it now. Oh, okay. I didn't know because I just flipped. Yeah. So 17 17, 554 to go in the third in the backyard brawl. And apparently they've had a couple of fights. It's been oh, really? it's been brawly, yeah. They've been brawling? Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. For some reason, I was looking up that 1997 season. Michigan had a lot of close games. They ended up going 12-0 and or 13-0 and or whatever, but... They had a lot of close games. I, I can't sit here and tell you that I remember anything about 1997. They beat Washington State in the Rose Bowl. Would that have been Mike Price? Would that have been Ryan Leaf? Yeah. Yeah, it would have. Okay. Was Price his coach? Yes. Okay. They beat them 21-16 in the Rose Bowl. Beat Ohio State 20-14. to Beat Iowa 28-24. Had some close ones. Huh. Nebraska beat the hell out of Texas A&M in the Big 12 title game, 54-15. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember any of that. Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is Mark. 
Hey, Mark, what's up? Hey, so got a question. Uh, love you guys. Watch y'all every single day. Uh, I feel out of place on Fridays when I can't watch you. Uh, give me just one second to set this question up, and then I'll hang up and let you guys answer. Okay. So sure. I've been an Ole Miss fan for 40-plus years. I have always loved watching the uh, the freshmen coming in, sometimes highly recruited, sometimes not, watching them kind of either uh, expand or sometimes not work out the way you planned. And so I have, a, frankly, a good bit of um, remorse about what the NIL and the transfer portal is doing to college football because I think we're going to see players one in two years and be done. And so I get discouraged, and then I think, well, Kentucky's basketball fan pace has done that for years and years, certainly the last 10 or 15 years, and they've been able to maintain their fan base. So you guys give me your best guess as to whether or not I'm overreacting and the fan base is still going to hang on, or perhaps I am uh, correct that this may put a damper on some of us who are uh, long-time fans who like watching uh, – the players mature into being what we had hoped they were when they first got there. I'll hang up now and let you guys answer. Thank you very much for all you do. Okay, thanks. It's a tributary of what we're talking about this morning with the way people expect or have always known their fandom to be. I mean, you've already seen that in college basketball over the last 25 years. You no longer have the grand heels of the world that you watch for three, four years, no matter what they are and whatever. I mean, yeah. you know, college basketball at the top level has become a one and done, a two and done, a transfer portal kind of, kind of sport. I, I don't think that's going to kill it. I don't think it's one of the things that's going to completely disrupt the sport, but I do think, you know, look, change is uncomfortable. And I think there is, even if it works out, nobody ends up carrying in 10 years or five years or whatever. There is a certain amount of, 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 of change that would have to go here that is going here right now that does alter some fandom. There's no doubt about that. I mean, that's the biggest thing in general is college football is in flux right now from a what what does fandom look like, what does fandom mean, and how do fans react to these changes. I mean, that that's really kind of the thesis of what we're actually talking about right now because at the end of the day, fans, whether it be watching the games, going to the games, whatever – they're the drivers for everything we're talking about here and how do they react to the decisions that are being made. I mean, it, there is a there is a quid pro quo nature to this thing, and we'll see where it shakes out. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's an irrelevant question at all. I don't know that it's the top of my list on things that are going to alter things, but, no, people like homegrown talent that you bring in and hang out and hang on to. The portal's going to change that. Yeah, the portal is going to change that for sure. Um I don't. I think you and I have different opinions on this, and I, and sometimes I think you're probably right. But I have a sense that fans are just going to adapt because that's just what fans do. I just think you adapt to the changing landscape, and you get used to it, and you maybe long for the old days, but you get used to the new stuff, and you just sort of move on. But I could be wrong, you and and you could be extremely right. Hey, who do we have? Uh, this is Nick from Wheeler. Hey, Nick, what's up? Oh, nothing much. Uh, I was just kind of want to piggyback off what Chase was just saying about, uh, you know, the recruiting and watching kind of players grow. Uh, I've already got to a point with uh, high school recruiting where if I see a story about a 
five-star recruit that's visited Ole Miss, and I'll see that he's a five-star, and I kind of go, ah, whatever, and just kind of move on. You know, it's like not even really worth looking into because you know Ole Miss isn't really at the point to where they can, you know, pay for a five-star recruit right now. It doesn't seem like anyway. It, it's a 180 from 10 years ago when you would have thought that was the kid who takes the visit. You go, oh, you got him on campus. That's one of the ones we can go snag. I mean, again, that's not saying right. Ole Miss will never get a five-star. That's not what I'm saying. But I do think there is a perception that it is it is no longer the, the excitement generator that it would have been close to a decade ago where or even during Frieza's kind of end of his tenure where it was, hey, this is huge news. It's one of the guys. Hey, look, blow out the coverage. Now it's – Hey, what does he want? Is it that doable? You have to ask those extra three or four questions before you ever even get a sense of what's going on. Right. I mean, there's no like the thought of getting like a Robert Kennedy. You know, like when I up, whenever he was coming through, you know, I was a teenager, and it was just so exciting because you know we were we were in it for that guy, the National Signing Day, or whenever he signed. Yeah. You know, it was like it was exciting. Well, sure. now it's like you know. What am I getting excited for? I kind of look more at the transfer portal now that I do anything else, uh, just kind of with the way we recruit. And, and but even then, you're trying to dig into these guys at these smaller schools. Like, I think it was that uh, Troy Brown, was he from Central Michigan or something? Yep. Yeah, and it's like, well, you don't really know what you're getting, so it's like I can't really get excited about the guy yet because I don't know what he's going to give us. Uh you know, coming the program into the scene. So, level of recruiting and the transfer pool, it just doesn't work the same way, uh, you know. But they take the excitement away from the season, but it doesn't seem like it takes away from one aspect of the whole deal. Hey, Nick, we're, your, your connection's not really great. We're going to let you go, but I, I think we got the uh, genesis the, – Basics of your call, yes. thanks. Yeah, gist. I said genesis, right. but I meant gist. Thanks. I I don't know how. I don't know that I'm connected enough to enough fans to really know exactly how people are going to respond to whatever it looks like. Look, Ole Miss is, and Lane admitted this the other day. He says he doesn't look at it this way, but he knows other people will. People are going to watch Ole Miss, and they're going to watch this transfer portal stuff and see how it works and make a judgment on it. Why are we ringing? I'm not sure. It's a great question. Why did you send me that text? Because. That was accurate? That was accurate. For a reason? I'm not sure. Hey, who do we have? Yo, it's Grime. Hey, Grime. What's up, man? Oh, nothing much, man. Pissed oh, off man. at Akron, man. I don't know. Pissed off at Akron. What's going on with Akron? Man, I needed them to goddamn the, – the game was going to go under like I predicted, and then it, it went – how you go to overtime with St. Francis? That's how That's how you know you garbage, man. You need to go to FCS. The game look, – but luckily, look, they saved my parlay. Akron ended up getting a pick in the end zone, so it tied at 53. I had the under, and that under was going to hit, man, like a baby. So you're okay. You survived it. Yeah, I survived that. When I I got the over for the, like I told y'all, I got over for the Oklahoma State and Central Michigan, and that thing went over third quarter. So I'm chilling on that one. What's the score in that game? Tennessee. Last time I checked, it was fifty-five twenty-one. 
you know, Cowboys. Okay, so I'm I'm, I'm going to get one on Troy on that one. Troy Brown and I are picking the MAC in a competition, and I've got uh, I've got I had Oklahoma State covering, and he had Central Michigan covering because, of course, those were his friends. Yeah. So I knew I, I knew I was getting a freebie there. Oh yeah, yeah, I understand that too. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't touch that spread because yeah, but I think you I think you did right with you, you know, and it's showing that you did because like I said last time I checked, they was up by that. Uh, so yeah, man, Pittsburgh scores. I'm back, got everything on my devices. Yeah, Pittsburgh scores. They're up. About to be up twenty four to seventeen, pending the uh, the extra okay, point. Okay, baby, let's go. I got the over. I got the over in that game too. Let's go. Let's go. I like that. <laughs> I like that. The You're backyard balls. Backyard ball's been a hell of a game. That's been. I mean, that's that's hey. been that's been the game that everybody thought it would be. Been a fun game so far. Missouri yeah, up. Uh, Missouri up twenty one to ten, and driving there at the uh, Louisiana Tech thirteen with seven seconds left in the quarter. I'm sure Drinkwitz will find a way to screw this up. Yeah, I got the over in that game, but please drink with don't don't screw this one up. Come on. So, uh, what are you what, you, you you excited about the TJ Finley era getting rolling? Let me tell you this, man. I'm watching this Penn State and Purdue. I don't know they could just wrap up how they let that Penn State tight end score, but dude, I'm I know it's not that it's not crazy that Brian Harson might I know like beat beat. Beat this Penn State team. They young at running back and the receiver and that linebacker and that spots on the D line. Pull up the Auburn Sean schedule, Clifford. Chase. I, I, what's what's the Auburn schedule? I know they got they got they got uh, Mercer tomorrow and they've got San Jose State next week and then they've got Penn State. Yep. So that's three and zero in my book. Yep. Who do they got after Penn State? LSU, Missouri. So Missouri four and zero. LSU in Auburn. Auburn. Kind of a coin toss, and but you know what though, all like it, this is so weird as an Auburn fan because in the past two years Auburn probably has been as bad as we've probably been since like you know twenty twelve to two thousand eight. But you've beaten LSU two times in a row, and you and you smacked them last. The last time LSU came to Auburn, you beat them by the worst worst margin ever in the series history. Yeah, so if, let's let's remember, give them that I game. Remember, let's, remember that day when I called you. So let's give them that game. Let's go five and zero. Oh. Who's after LSU? Uh, hold on, uh, Georgia. Okay, five and one. So yeah, five and one coming here. Yep, five and one coming here. Yep. That's interesting. Yeah, they're not beating Georgia. That's five. Five and one coming here no, would, would be yeah, fascinating. Yeah, that with wins over Penn State and LSU, Auburn would be ranked at that point, like nineteen, twenty, somewhere in there. Arkansas at home after Ole Miss. Flip a coin. At state. When, what, hey, I'm asking y'all, y'all this. If y'all get, if y'all get it right, if y'all get this question right, I got a super chat for y'all. Don't look it up either. Yeah, sure. I, I, ten seconds. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you guys ten seconds. When was the last time Arkansas beat Auburn? Uh, 2011. I'm gonna guess it was the Houston four, Nut era. Three, two, 2004, four. three, four. I don't know. Nut. <laughs> It was nut, nut was no, the coach. Man, no, man, no, it, it wasn't that long ago. Last time Arkansas beat Auburn was triple overtime. Burt Bielema beat Auburn 53-46. They beat uh, Sean White and failed. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. I guess Petrino, so, beat, yeah, him. Yeah. Petrino beat him once when he was That's at, what I at was, Arkansas. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking maybe that was the last one. Petrino, Petrino kind of owned Auburn. I'm not going to lie. He beat, him in, he beat Auburn in, what, 11, 12, and 2009. Yeah, he he ruined he ruined a lot of like my my little you know my my bowling alley Saturdays when I was a kid. 
I remember covering an Auburn-Arkansas game at Auburn where Auburn was favored to kick Arkansas's ass, and it just went the complete opposite way, and it was it was bad. You're, pro- you're probably talking about that 2006 game with Darren McFadden and Felix Jones. No, it was before that. It was, it was when I was a beat writer. It was like 2001 or 2002. I can't remember. It was like they had a running back. Okay, okay. Some running back for Arkansas ran for like a gazillion yards, and everybody was couldn't figure it out. Man, I got some betting advice for all these Ole Miss fans, man. Bet that under. I know, I know, probably, I know some fans out there that probably think, you know, Ole Miss going to run it up or whatnot. But, man, throw some money on that under for the Ole Miss Troy game. And also throw some money on Louisville while you're at it. Yeah. You want to do a little parlay on something. I, I do like the under in Ole Miss Troy. It's 58. It's a lot of points when you consider the fact that neither offense. Well, it's, 50, it's 57. 57 now. Yeah. I like the under. So, man, I'm going to ask y'all this. What. What would be more surprising to you guys? Like, if, like, and I'm let's just say one of these things are true. Florida State beats LSU thirty-one twenty. Florida beats Utah twenty-six seventeen. Which would be less surprising? Yeah, Florida Which would be more like oh, uh, Florida State beating LSU would surprise me more than Florida beating Utah. I'm not. I, I think I agree. I think this Florida State thing's a disaster. I, I've I've already heard that Florida State's like sniffing around on coaches. Like it, 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 something's really? some, yeah, something's up there. Yeah, hmm. I've heard spe- I've heard specifics. Look, and whenever man, I, I hear specifics, guys. when I hear specifics, my alarm goes up. My radar goes. Now, up. in saying that, I don't expect Florida to beat Utah. No, I don't either. Okay. I, I, now look, and I, and I get that, I get that, I get that, I get that. So, is there any? It usually happens on week one. Some you know team in the top twenty-five is playing some you know lesser unknown team, and, and they get upset. It, you know, there's not a game on you guys' mind that you you know have in mind or whatnot. Um, where's my sheet? Not really. Pulling up the top twenty-five games to make sure I don't miss anybody. I'm I'm looking to see if there's something that sticks out in my mind as oh this could be the big one. Um, oh, this could be. The big one. The, I mean, I know. Uh, look, man, I know. I know you're on Ohio State, but I like Notre Dame to cover that seventeen. Yeah, I and I know that's not. I know that's. I know that's not. You know, I know that's a high-profile game, I, but I like Notre Dame in that spot. Yeah, I, I I don't, but you could be right. You're you're better at this than I am. Um, I mean, I could see UTSA beating Houston if you want to count that. Okay, yeah, I could see that. I could see Cincinnati. Be, I could see Cincinnati okay. beating Arkansas, but I don't know if that really qualifies. They're both yeah. I'm not going there. Um, Honestly, for week one, that's all I got. I mean, the next closest thing is Florida State beating LSU. Because, look, I mean, again, I, do okay, I think so, it's going to so happen? One, no. Which one would surprise you more, Cincinnati or Arkansas or Florida State LSU? Let me see about that one. Uh, Florida State LSU would still surprise me more than Cincinnati or Arkansas. I mean, I could make a really? – yeah, I could see a scenario where Cincinnati beats Arkansas. I just don't see a scenario where Florida State beats LSU. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, it'll be fun. I'll enjoy the LSU meltdown. But <laughs> but I, I don't see it. I, I, I don't. I think LSU – I think there's a far better chance that LSU just absolutely beats the pants off Florida State. 
And we have the over Man, and we have the overreaction Monday where we go LSU's a contender, and I don't think it means that the just, LSU version of when A uh, and M beat the hell out of South Carolina that day, and yeah. everybody thought Kyle Allen was going to be the next Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, and in reality, if if you ask me what I really think, I think I think Arkansas is going to win fairly easily, and I think LSU is going to win fairly easily, and I think Utah is going to win, but I, I won't be shocked if Florida wins. I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm kind of with Chase with the Richardson stuff where I don't really see it, but maybe this is the year that he puts it all together and he lights Utah on fire uh, Friday night, Saturday night. I don't know. We'll see. That's why we play, play the games. Could be right. All right, man. I'm going to let y'all go. And just by the way, Chase, I think you're talking about Kenneth Trio, not Kyle Allen. Oh, you're man, right. Gonna, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. That's it. Yep, 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 yep. 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 Finna get back to these games, man. Keep, right. You guys keep the good show going. Later. Thank you. See you. All right, man. <laughs> Hey, who do we have? Uh, yes, this is Shannon. They theirs. I'm sorry. This is Shannon. They theirs. How are you? Hello, Shannon. How are you? I'm wonderful. So I want to talk about the quarterback controversy. Um, what's the latest on that? Because I have a whole, I have a whole different take on the thing. But I'd like first of all, who's supposedly going to start? Uh, Lane Kiffin said tonight that he, he didn't, well, he didn't say that he didn't know. I've, we've heard from people that they don't know. Lane Kiffin said both will play. So I, my best information says that Jackson Dart will start. But if you told me Luke Altmaier starts, I'm not even remotely surprised. They're both going to, according to Kiffin, they're both going to play Shannon. Okay. I know they're both hot and I'm, let me, okay. So Jackson's more like California playboy. And Luke has more of like a flannel, rugged, country boy look. And I look at it like, okay, if they're both, if they're, let's, let's be honest, they must both be really good in all kinds of ways. Right. But when we're talking about football, why not go with who looks best in the uniform that week? Well, who do you versus- think? Who, so, so Ole Miss is going to wear the white helmet, the navy jersey, and the white pant. You tell me, um, Shannon, which one of those guys would look best in well, that? Well, who do you guys – okay, who do you – you guys probably see more than I do. Who looks better in the uniform? I've, I've never seen either one of them in that particular uniform, so it's uh, – it's diff- it's difficult for me to say. Um, I mean, I th- I think they're both well, who, as you said, they're both they're both you nice guys, looking you young guys, men. Who do you guys think's hotter? Um, you know, I don't know that I think of either of them as hot necessarily. They're both uh, they're both nice looking guys. I don't I don't I don't know that I. Oh God, they're gorgeous. Are they roommates? I don't believe they are roommates. No, um, Jackson Dart rooms oh, with is, Michael Trigg. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't I don't know who Luke rooms with. Mm. So let me ask you, this year, uh, what's Lane doing? What's the whole strategy? What do you mean? Like, okay, so I, this is something that drives me crazy. Why don't they let the best players play? Well, what makes you think, I don't, what makes you think, Shannon, that the best players don't play? Because if you're good on offense, you're probably good on defense, too. Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> I've, I remember. I, I, I don't, I don't think, you know, at the risk of um, – taking this in today's college football it's really hard to play both ways off the show for it's kind of hard to play both ways you have to pick one side of the ball and kind of stay with that there's what's wrong with the world that's what (laughs) that's the attitude that's killing everything play both ways play one way i don't care all i'm saying is the if you're a good athlete you're good with the ball you're going to be good with the other ball if you're on that side of the of if you're playing offense, is that one of them? And then defense. So if you're quarterback, 
on offense and on defense your running back. Aren't you? I mean, and you're an athlete. You're good at both. Let them play. That's the, Let that guy play both positions. That's a lot of. It's a lot of snaps. You you would you would wear down uh, pretty quickly. Third, they, third fourth they quarter. Play, they pay these coaches so much, and I'm I look at these coaches and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like, do you want to lose? Are you? Uh, <sighs> yeah. You are you excited about the games this weekend, Shannon? Yeah. Who's who's playing? <laughs> a lot of a lot of teams are playing. Uh, Who's who's your? So who's, go ahead. Well, so I'm a Memphis. I'm a Memphis. I'm in. I love Memphis. So go Tigers. Right. But I mean, I'll watch Ole Miss if they're play. Are they playing this weekend? Yes, Ole, Ole, Miss, Ole, Ole Miss is playing Troy this who, weekend. Who are they playing? Oh, Troy. Troy. Who is? Now, where is Troy? Uh, that's in Alabama. Troy, Alabama. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I thought you meant like the Army Troy. It's like what? Did they start a school? Um, so. Anyway, I just that's all I want to say was I wanted to say who's who's hotter. One is more country buff, and the other's just playboy all the way. It's sort of like Lane. I think Lane's a playboy, and they're both California boys. Well, so actually, actually, Jackson Dart's a Utah boy. Just so you know, he he did go to school for a, a semester. I told in, you he in, was a mountain boy, California. Rugged, yeah, rugged. right, right. They're both rugged. Yeah. Oh, I could so I could see him pair of tight jeans. Nug flannel shirt fitted and just some, you know, in in some snow with maybe the sleeves cut off the flannel, but just, you know, some snow, just standing in snow with some, some boots with his jeans tucked in. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. Oh, hey. that. So I sure enjoyed the show. This is my first time caller. First time caller. Thanks, Shannon. So, we, we're glad you called. Well, I am so excited. There will be more of me. I loved it. I love doing this. It's so much fun. I well, wish I could do this. You guys should pay me to do this. Well, maybe maybe we can work out an NIL deal with you, Shannon, and, and see what happens. What is that? Nil. That's that's nil zero. What do you mean NIL? It's uh, name, uh, name, I image, and likeness. Paid. Yes, name, image, likeness. Hey, this, yeah, we'll have our people oh, call oh. your people. Because I was going to say this thing ain't free. Mm-mm. No. So okay, okay, well, good. Can't wait. Call in again. Okay. Okay. See you later, Shannon. Thanks. Okay. Bye bye. Uh, okay. Oh, Shannon. <laughs> hey, who do, we, who do we have? Hey, this is Bart from Hazelhurst. Hey, Bart. How y'all doing tonight? Oh, we're, lovely. We're great. We're great. All right. You so excited about I'm the post game show Saturday? I'm. Um, what was that? I'm asking Chase if he's excited about the post game so show pumped. Saturday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all are already getting some pretty the ten good second dump tonight. button ready to go. <laughs> go ahead, Bart. Sorry. Um. No, 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 no problem. I'm down in Orange Beach. I'm gonna watch the game down here. Do you think I'm in fair territory watching the Ole Miss game at the floor of Ammo on Saturday? Do you think that's a reasonable place to ask them? to turn it to SEC Network instead of the Alabama-Utah State game and put it on Ole Miss-Troy. Do you think that's a reasonable How many TVs wait, wait, are wait. What time is the Alabama game? The Alabama game is not till 6.30. Oh, you're good. Yeah, you're... Oh, so I'm good? You think that's reasonable? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're good with that. Um, they like SEC but, football. I mean, there's Duh. a lot of good 3 p.m. games. There's a lot. I mean, I've looked at the schedule. I mean, it, you know, they're, they're going to have to turn on. Oregon Georgia's well, but, in but, there. But, but Troy, you're not too terribly far from Troy at, there at the on the panhandle. So you, you, you think there's Troy?
Troy fans in DeBoer, Bama? Uh, sure. Yeah, probably so. Could be. There's some people down there that probably aren't too terribly far from Troy. Yeah, I, 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 as well, Auburn doesn't play till that night. Alabama doesn't play till that night. You're probably okay. LSU doesn't okay. play till I, Sunday. I, I don't want to piss anybody off there. You know how it is. I mean, they got bras hanging. It's it can get weird. Yeah. No, you you'd be okay. You'd be all right. I mean, right. you, I, I just, you, I mean we can watch at the condo, but you know it'd be fun to watch at the Florida. But I look, I don't want to piss those tattooed guys off there. I'm know? in the minority on this. Right. I I think the Florida. I mean, at the risk of really pissing people off here, I think the Florida is incredibly overrated. Uh, you know, like, is it highly rated? It, it depends on your. Taste. Well, I mean, people are like, "Oh, I, I want to go to the Florida." I'm like, "Why? What is it? What, uh, what's what's the, what is it about the Florida that is so appealing?" Bart, live music, tattooed women. You know, there, there's, it's a great combo. Yeah, it's your take. It's your take. It is. I mean, I'm from Hazelhurst. My name's Bart, so you know, <laughs> I I like that. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm. I'm just asking y'all. I didn't want to pitch. No, you're perfectly. Time. You're perfectly good to get one TV on the Ole Miss Troy game. Yeah, without a doubt, they'll do that for you. You're good. Yeah, you, they'll do I'm that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in the corner get my buddies, and we're we're going. Yeah. We're yeah. going to ask for Ole Miss. Troy. You might not get audio, but you'll get a TV. What are the other three o'clock games? No, I got my air. Georgia, Oregon. Oh yeah, the Georgia, Oregon's going to be on. You're going to have Alabama. I mean, Arkansas, Cincinnati. What time's the Ohio State game? It's at night. Yeah. It's at night. Ohio State, Notre Dame, that's a big one. Yeah, you'll be okay. You'll be okay till yeah, you'll be all right. No, I'm, I'm going to get my AirPods on, get David Kellum on, and I'm going to be in the corner with my buddies, and, you know, we'll get some land sharks, and it'll be fine. Okay. Enjoy. Enjoy. Right. Yeah, we will. We will. Appreciate the call. All yep. right. Thank Always. you. I'll be back. Yeah, I'm not a big Floribama person. I've been a couple of times. It's like, I don't get it. Like, whatever. You're a big Floribama person. You don't strike me as the biggest Floribama person in the world. I mean, I'm probably a little bigger than you are, but yeah, very, that's not, I I can find some some other locale. I mean, look, no, it's not even necessarily that it's bad. It just is what it is. If you go there going, hey, I'm all in on exactly what I'm getting at the Floribama, okay, you have a good time. Yeah. But you've got to let your guard down and let it be. I guess so. You you, you can't go in with nose in air at all. you got to go in going, nope, you know what, we're we're, we're just going to, we're yeah. winning Rome. It's just not my we're cup of tea. We're winning Rome. Not my cup of tea at all. There's TVs. There's beer. Yeah. There's. It's fine. There's people. It's yeah, it's there's the, people watching is readily I, available. I think it's the people. It's not the TV or the you, beer. You it's people, the people watch. You could. You'll see some stuff. You'd see a lot of stuff. Uh, well, yeah, a whole lot. Yeah, it's not my, not my thing. So, do we know why on that other thing? Sorry, I'm a little perplexed. I, I don't, um, and I'm I'm starting to think it was it it was not real, but I don't know because okay. yeah, I don't know. Okay. Interesting though. And the way it popped up, I thought it was it was probably real because of the area code. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Pitt, West Virginia, twenty four all. Yeah, they're getting money's worth in uh in that game. What's the uh the Penn State score? I know Penn State took a twenty one to ten lead, still twenty one ten, first part of the third quarter. At Purdue, Penn State leads 21-10. Purdue let that kind of get away a little bit. 
are must-go-to rivalry games you want to see in person? Is there a must-go? I've, I've always wanted to go to Bedlam. I'm running out of time. That's an interesting, fun one. But yeah, that that's um, other rivalry games. I'd like to go to Michigan, Ohio State. That'd be cool. I want to go to Army Navy. Army Navy's the answer. Yeah. Um, I mean, I if both teams were really good, I'd like to see like either Notre Dame, Michigan, or Notre Dame USC at Notre Dame. Okay, I'm I'm with you there. Um. Hmm. Rivalry games. Because uh, I've been to Georgia, Florida. I've been to Auburn, Alabama. Obviously, I've been to the Egg Bowl. I've been to LSU, Ole Miss. I've been to... You ever done Oklahoma, Texas? Yes. I've been to the Red River shootout. Isn't that what they call it? Yeah. Yeah, State Fair. Red game. River rivalry, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Texas, Texas A&M if they were both kind of good. It would be kind of fun to Where see. Where do you want to watch that at? Austin, right? I, th- I think so. I think Austin. Yeah. I think I agree with you. Um, Pac-12, I really have no other rivalry games no. to think of. The only one that would be a little inter- – Oregon, Oregon State, maybe a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, that doesn't do a lot for me, but eh. I mean, I'd think about it. Mm. It's pretty pretty lacking, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean like, there aren't just tons of them that just stick out where you go, oh, yeah, I got to see that. Like you could offer me NC, NC State, I'd be like, I'll pass. Oh, God. That does nothing for me. Georgia, Georgia Tech. I mean, frankly, that would be top 15 at least. Yeah, because they hate each other. Yeah, it's like real. Yeah, Iowa, Iowa State at Iowa. I'd I'd go to that. I'm going to Iowa. Give me a Big Ten game. Yeah, I want to go to Iowa and see like Wisconsin, Iowa. I want, I want just. He wants the full flavored, all fat Big Ten game. I want to be there like drinking like fat beer and cheese. I just want to go with people handing me brats. I want just the Big Ten experience. Okay, Harvard, Yale. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. That'd be kind of fun. Except now I'd be like, I hate all of you people. Oh. I would probably hate 90% of the people at a Harvard-Yale game. I can't think of much that I frankly would like to see. Most of it's SEC stuff, and I've kind of seen a lot of it. You kind of got that. I've, I've been there. Like Kentucky, Louisville, I'd rather see Kentucky, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I mean, the ACC, I can't think of anything that is giving me, Mm-mm. hey, yeah, definitely. Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Sure. There's a lot of Big Ten stuff. I'm yeah, big, yeah, Big Ten's good. Like, I want to see a game at Wisconsin. Yeah, jump around and all yeah, that stuff. I'll sure. Do a game at Wisconsin, whoever. Who care. Wisconsin, Michigan State, or something would be great. I've done to Miami, Florida State. It was it was fine. They do hate each other, but it was fine. It was nothing special. Covered it in Tallahassee. It was okay. Tallahassee sucks. Let me just get that out there. Tallahassee, Florida sucks. Florida State's a dump. Let's be real. Gainesville's not very good either. Gainesville's severely overrated, and I wasn't blown away by Miami. Yeah. Because you're in Coral Gables. Yeah. You're not on South Beach. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It's hotter than hell is what it was, sitting on that concrete. Hey, who do we have? Hey, who's this? 
Yeah, that, that number's hung up twice now. Oh, really? They seem to be confused. Okay. Yeah, Oklahoma, <laughs> Vanderbilt, Missouri. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Bedlam is one that I'd like to see. That's, that is that is probably going to be a victim of conference realignment, and that that's one that I think we'll miss. Bedlam's been pretty good over the years. We've got some good games at Bedlam. There's an atmosphere there where you're like, oh, that looks like fun. Life says he's trying to convince his children that the entire state of Florida doesn't exist. It's, I get it. I get it. 59 to 7, Tennessee over Ball State. They're definitely going to cover. UCF leads South Carolina State 56 to 10. So you're off to a 1 0 start. That's good. Yeah, you, you lead Neil's picks after one game. Full board. And we all are going to tie this either way. So looks like, yeah. So you're going to lead going into Saturday. Congratulations. Thanks. Not going to go over on the first. Like USC UCLA doesn't do anything for me. Like Stanford Cal does nothing for me. I, I, I'm not particularly interested. I mean, if I've got to pick one game in the Pac-12, it's SC at Oregon. Okay. I think. Oh, BYU Utah. Oh, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. All in on BYU-Utah. Yeah, that's not bad. It feels like they wouldn't like each other. I wouldn't think so. Six six two two five nine eight five six three. The Apple Cup does nothing for me. Um, not even a little bit. Yeah, we already talked about Army-Navy. I'd be all in on that. I'm not going to see Stanford Cal. Nope. Nope. I've heard an Air Force home game is really cool. I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah, I, I hated a game at Florida State. I've covered a couple of games there. No thanks. Covered a baseball su- uh, super regional there? Or regional State. there? Yes. No thanks. Not for me. Not for me. Just nah. Yeah, the the backyard brawl tonight's been great. 24-24, 11-51 to go in the fourth quarter as we watch this. Missouri is about to punt. They're up 24-10 to over Louisiana Tech. That game early in the third quarter. They went three and out to open the second half, or ish. Yeah. I'm not blown away by what I've seen from, no, God, no. from Missouri. Tennessee looked impressive, but they were playing nobody. But they did look good. Hendon Hooker looked really good tonight. They were good. They were. I mean, you they, know, I'm they, not, not going to be the guy that's sitting here going Tennessee sucks because they they don't look like they suck. I no, think. they did exactly what you would think they would do if they're going to be pretty decent. Yeah, they did what a good team is supposed to do in an opener like yeah. that. I, I listen. I think Tennessee's one of the interesting teams in the league. I've said that. It's it's the part of this the conversation that a lot of people don't understand. That you're hyping these teams. I'm not hyping them. I'm saying there's outside of Alabama and Georgia. And outside of probably Vanderbilt and Missouri, it's all a big we don't really box. know who's what. Like, I think I kind of know. Like, I, I think A&M's going to be good. I think Ole Miss is going to be good. I think Kentucky's going to be good. I think Arkansas is going to be good. Tennessee. Not great. Good. I'm not hyping them. I think Tennessee's good. I think LSU could be good. Yeah. I think Mississippi State could be at least interesting. Auburn is – it's not that Auburn's good. It's that their schedule shapes up for them to get off to a good start. 
It does. We just it went does. over it. I yeah, mean, they, they could be 5-1. and one. And if they are, well, then maybe they're playing with a different level of confidence. It's not that yeah. they're a great team. And now they could be two and three. And they, yeah, they yeah. could they could be three and three coming to Oxford yeah. with Brian Harson's seat just literally on fire as he walks into the stadium. Yeah. Well, apparently Purdue just scored, making yeah twenty one sixteen pending the PAT early in the third. Don't run backwards. There you go. Get the first down. Watching Louisiana Tech. <laughs> Do the Braves catch the Mets? Ryan Wiggins wants to know. I don't even know what the standings are how far back are the Braves you know it was like three and a half or something maybe I don't know know. they could they're probably both playoff teams well they are both playoff teams yeah that's for sure the standings in the in the NL East three Eric wants to know would this year of a below average state give Leach a hot seat yeah yeah I mean I think if you said that Mississippi State went say six and six and they lost to Ole Miss I think he'd be on the hot seat next year sure Yeah. The state's problem is that they're not in a position because of NIL and stuff. They're not really in a position to hand that job to anybody and feel super confident about it. I don't even know what they would do. I mean, I have no idea what they would do at this point. I mean, does Will Hall change the equation at Mississippi State? Not yet. Not yet. You know, that's what I think, too. All right, phones. Going to start shutting that down yeah, here last, pretty soon. Last, so last kind of last call here, 662-259-8563. If you've got a call, uh, now's the time. I don't know. I see Steve in the in the chat says, I tried calling in. What happened? I think when you tried to call, somebody else was on. I can't take two calls at once. I guess I could, but I don't know how that works. I don't think you can. I don't think so. So our thanks to uh, Taylor Zarzer, again, for uh, his time in the first hour. Uh, a lot of stuff, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, on the network. Um, Hand Raised Guys is brought to you each and every Thursday by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Thanks to uh, thanks to them. We will uh, be back on uh, – Chase will have a post-game show on Saturday night after Ole Miss and Troy, 3 o'clock on the SEC Network, so probably around 6.20, 6.30. For Chase, I'll be a guest on that show from Vault Hemingway. Who else is coming on, Brian? Yeah, we'll talk to Brian. Brian, I think Jeffrey's expecting your call. So he'll have some guests um, from Ole Miss's opener against Troy. So, again, thanks to uh, Taylor. Thanks to everybody who called in tonight. Thanks for you guys for the chat. Well, let's see who this is. One last. This will be last call. Hey, who do we have? Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, who's this? You called me. No, you you called here. That's why it no, rang. Yeah, yeah, you did. It's why it rang. I did not call you. That's interesting. Yeah, it was. Is that who that was? I don't know. Maybe. I <laughs> mm. <laughs> don't know. Interesting, interesting yeah. way to end the show. I did not call. He called here. That's yeah. why you heard it ring. Interesting times. Okay. All right. We will. Uh, we'll definitely stop there. So uh, we'll let that be. That enjoy your weekend. Uh, Ole Miss and Troy, three o'clock on Saturday. We'll have post game coverage, and then of course we'll be back Monday morning with another edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast. Please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, check out um, 
Mitchell says that definitely was. Sounded like it. I don't know that I know his voice. I mean, maybe. I mean, I I I was not listening crazy closely because I had. Hey, who's this? Hey, this is Neely from Madison. I was just um, following up on Bart from Hazelhurst Call. Yeah. Um, so we're on the beach as well, and we will be at Floribama Yacht Club. Not Floribama. Don't be mistaken. Floribama Yacht Club is the one for day drinking. Floribama is the one for after hours. What's late night? Yeah. Just wanted to follow up with Bart. We'll be there at Floribama Yacht Club, 3 p.m. There you Saturday. go. All right. Well, you guys will there's, there's a TV yeah. available then. Get, All right. Take a picture and send it to us. All right. See ya. <laughs> All right, we're definitely stopping now. We're good. We're at the uh, we're yeah. at that stage. So enjoy your weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Saturday night and again on Monday. Until then, take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.